Hey girls, hey, uh, my name is Marcus G, and this is the OMG Podcast. Um, thanks for listening today. I say um a lot. I gotta stop doing that. Today, on um, on today's show, we have two local badasses, Cassie Jones, everyone give her a hand, Hello. at home as well, and other local badass, Olivia Vasquez. Hello, thanks for having me. Yes, yes, I'm of excited. course, thank you guys for being <laughs> here so much. Um, I bought these two on the show just because, I, like I said, I've already said, they're badasses. I think they're very, very interesting. I think they've got a lot to say. We're going to discuss some um, female empowerment later on in the show, which I think that discussion, I'm, I've actually been looking forward to that all day. I think it's going to be really, really cool. But for now, we're going to go ahead and get into the news. And you guys are always more than welcome to comment and say some things and, you know, definitely join in on the conversation. Sure. So I would be, uh, we definitely have to talk about the Parkland shooting, um, which I know sounds sad. But this part that I'm talking about isn't as sad. Um, because I, and also I bet those kids are probably tired of hearing people rehash, you know, the things they mm -hmm. had to live through. Um, but what I want to talk about is how uh, amazing it is that they've taken a lot of initiative on this to make some change. Um, I think a lot of people, especially like the NRA and things like that, they thought that, oh, this is going to happen and we'll mourn and we'll say our prayers and stuff and then we'll move on. And these high schoolers are not having it. They're like, fuck that. I, I have some things to say. We're going to get some things changed. We're not having it. So I, I think I think that's incredibly cool. And I, I wish I had been that cool and that ambitious and courageous in high school. I yeah. have I've seen some of the like the, I guess like they're called press releases that these kids mm -hmm. are doing. They're literally standing like with their parents behind mm -hmm. them and looking like standing in front of the news stations and saying, why aren't we doing something? Exactly. About this? And, it's, and they're not just being vague about it either. They have like plans and yeah. like very concrete ideas. They're like, let's get rid of this and or that. You know what I mean? Um, one, sa one sad thing is, well, not sad. I think it is showing a lot of the politicians in their area. It's allowing people to see their true colors because um, so those, they went to Tallahassee this morning, actually, to uh, speak uh, to the to some of their senators and stuff because there was a vote. I think it was to ban um, assault rifles. And so these kids went up there to, you know, say, like in hopes that, OK, after we just saw something terrible happen with an assault rifle, maybe we'll get something done. And the vote didn't pass. Like mm -hmm. it didn't. And and someone uh, put on Twitter the list of the senators or whoever was there that, you know, voted yes and voted no. And I'm like, that's good. Like, let's call these people out. And these kids are they're like, we're a voting age. We are, you know, the population. We are the future. Um, and y'all are really showing your colors right now. So I think this is amazing. I hope it inspires um, not everybody, but uh, but mainly like, you know, those younger people who may kind of be involved in politics a little bit, maybe not so much, inspires them to really get involved. Um, so, I th yeah, I think it's really cool that they're doing that. I think it's also so telling because you talk about this a lot. We get portrayed as, you know, self-centered mm -hmm. and ignorant. Yeah, like we don't pay attention to what's mm -hmm. going on. But they know, like, I mean, They're obviously aware. it's not just the kids at the high school. Like, other kids are like, what? It could have been mine. Mm -hmm. Like, it could have yeah. been my high school easily. So I think it's good that they're getting coverage also, like, that we're not just ignoring the things mm -hmm. that they're saying. We're also saying, okay, like, you need to listen to these mm -hmm. kids. They're being impacted by this, and this really is all we've got. <laughs> and I, I think it helps that they're also, like, super, like, social media savvy. Definitely. You know, with them being younger people. I, are we old? I keep saying younger people. <laughs> we're really not that old. <laughs> um, but I, I think it does. I think it helps that they're very, very social media savvy because yeah. they're, I'm constantly seeing things about their posts. You oh, know what Twitter? I mean? Or, yeah, oh, especially yeah, on Twitter. Like, I'm seeing a lot of things that they're saying. So it's not – they have a message, and it's being seen by – everybody yeah. so i think that's crazy um so something else i want to talk about next is um black china 
had a oh sex tape leak. But <laughs> wait, no, but I want to talk about this not for the reasons you would think, not for like the petty gossip reasons. Because I'm there's implications really, here. Yeah, yeah, I'm very, definitely. very ashamed of the internet, which yeah. isn't a new feeling. But um, they are, everyone's all, you know, they're commenting on her performance, which I'm like, I don't think she did it for a review, y'all. Right. Like, <laughs> this had no intention of being anywhere. Um, but a lot of people are, you know, making comments saying how she deserves to lose her child, how <gasps> Rob was right, and this and that. And I'm like, first of all, um, Leave her alone. Like, <laughs> yeah. first, first of all, this is a crime. Wait. Someone committed a crime against this woman. Didn't Kim K have one? Yes. Um, so with millions of, I mean, maybe not millions, but <laughs> lots of people have had sex scandals and gone on to have very successful exactly. careers. So yeah. and lead very very normal lives. So the fact that people are giving her shit about this and also saying she deserves to lose her, like, if you came to me with a bunch of other reasons why Black China <laughs> should lose her children, <laughs> I'd listen to them. You know what I mean? Like, let's review. But for the sex tape. I, I, j- I just y'all are in so. the wrong you Thank should not you. be watching no one should, it so and the girl who did it is actually best friends with cardi b <gasps> but she claims that right the drama <laughs> but she claims that like it wasn't motivated by that she just thought it was funny i watched the video she funny. was like it's my instagram i'll post when i want to post that's what you do you <laughs> post and i was like not someone's sex tape right. that's also illegal so she just completely admitted <laughs> to the crime she's probably going to go to prison i was about to say is she facing like legal probably because black china sued um rob when he released those videos or those check. pictures okay yeah. <laughs> The check. the check cut me my check um <laughs> but but it's but also it's like um i think i spoke about this maybe last week but it's an example of kind of um something that a lot of people on the internet have it's like hmm, not faux liberalism but it's it's just it's faux support so everyone's always like women empowerment and women support and we support girls and this and that blah 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 but y'all are reveling in the fact that this woman had her autonomy violated and her privacy violated with the release of the sex tape yeah. And I just, th- I just think it's trash. I just, it's complete trash. Um, and so I hope Black China does um, sue this woman and collects all of her coin, okay? Because at the end of the day, <laughs> it's about the check. And I kind of wish she wasn't on the outs with the Kardashian clan because Kris Jenner would get this together turn in it a into heart. Millions. She would turn oh, yeah. this into a three-book deal, <laughs> maybe a movie, <laughs> a virtual reality game. She would eat this up. <sighs> I love Kris Jenner. Virtual reality needs to be crossed off. That's not a good uh, idea. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Make a video game? No. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> okay. Um. So I wish we recorded yesterday because yesterday was uh, Rihanna's birthday. Oh, and 2030. I, I would... I would hate myself if I didn't mention Rihanna's birthday. Um, so let's just spend a few minutes talking about Rihanna, <laughs> which I could do at any given moment. Um, first of all, I have, oh my God, y'all. Um, there was like some cosmic poetry going on because she posted a picture on Instagram. And if you know me, you know I love me some damn Tony Braxton. Okay? <laughs> Tony, Tony Braxton. Braxton? <gasps> okay, we can't. Okay, we so we're cutting Cassie no. out of the show. Um, we're going to go back and just edit everything she says out. Um, oh, no. Because <laughs> that was the most disrespectful thing oh, no. I've ever heard. Um, on my ears. I will Anyway, um, but uh, Tony Braxton was at Rihanna's birthday party. Oh, wow. She helped her celebrate her birthday. That's beautiful. I don't even know what I would do if Tony Braxton looked in my direction from 500 miles away, let alone <laughs> be at my birthday party. But also, let's just get back to talking about Rihanna. She's an amazing businesswoman. Yeah. She uh, basically invented um, inclusivity with makeup. Uh, nobody else was doing that. Rihanna said, I'm going to drop 40 shades on you girls and it's going to shake the industry up and I'm going to make millions while I'm doing it. Um, a true artiste, Anti, one of the best albums to ever come out. <laughs> and she, still making still charts. Still so good. That's what's so Literally. crazy. It's like oh it, t- it came out so long ago and it's still topping charts. So and she just has amazing. such a wide range. One time, Olivia and I were in this uh, with along with Christian and Nathan. But she, uh, maybe I should, do I say last names? Y'all know those people. <laughs> anyway, um, we were at a national park 
and uh, what was it? Uh, something with a cloud in the name. Cloudland, Cloudland Canyon. Canyon. Cloudland Canyon. Yeah, we were there, and I had this amazing, beautiful moment as I walked up this balcony that they had this weird like structure. It's like thing. a platform in the middle. Yeah. of Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It was and weird. and the and the sun was out. The sky was beautiful. It was just a beautiful day. We had had a great hike, and I'm listening to Rihanna's um, "Love Without Tragedy" slash Mother Mary, yeah. and I'm weeping. Um, <laughs> it was the it one. It basically of the became a performance. Li- from our <laughs> I could see this. I could it was see one of the as most. As many of you, I'm sure, have seen before. Okay. <laughs> it was one of the most beautiful moments of my entire life, um, and I remember it. Um, so I just want to thank Rihanna. I want to say happy birthday to Rihanna. She'll probably never hear this, but if she does, I would we also cry. Him. So happy birthday, Rihanna. Um, like Olivia said, dirty thirty, you've got it. This is a whole new we get to get a whole other decade. She's of only Rihanna. thirty. She's y'all. only thirty. She's only thirty. There's still so much she could do. I better get another album, that's all I'm saying. Oh, she, I'm waiting. There's no worry about <laughs> that. Okay. There is no worry about that. Um, so another thing I want to talk about, this one is kinda it's a little problematic. So, um, I don't know. Do you know the Black Panther movie is out, and um, they released a soundtrack. And on the soundtrack, there's this song called "All the Stars" by Kendrick Lamar and SZA. Um, and I hate to even bring this up because I am a SZA stand through and through. But wrong is wrong. Um, so there's this artist, this uh, British Liberian artist who I hate. I wrote down everything but her name, which is so fake. Um, <laughs> but she. Um, so Marvel contacted her in um, November. I want to say August of 2016 and then December of 2017 asking if they could use some of her artwork in um, the music video for All the Stars. And she said, no, like my this is just my artwork. I really don't want to use it for that, which is full within her rights to just be like, yeah, I don't want to do this because mm-hmm. it's her artwork. Um, they low-key ignored her and put it in the video <laughs> anyway. So now she's suing Kendrick Lamar and SZA. And I thought it was sad because the whole Black Panther thing is supposed to be I mean, there's, there's a lot of black pl- pride wrapped up in this movie. Um, and so it's supposed to be about celebrating that. So I think it's kind of ironic that they're stealing art from a black woman after she explicitly said, you know, hey, no, I don't want my art in this. Um, and they did it anyway. And I looked at the thing. I watched the video and then I watched the um, art piece um, that she yeah. said was being stolen. And it looked just like it. Um, and it's really, really sad. Ooh. So I kind of feel like. Kendrick and SZA may not have known. They might have just, you know, because especially a lot of stars, yeah. um, they, they just go show in up. the booth and exactly. they leave. Yeah. <laughs> and that's I was going to say, this sounds like a Marvel thing. Yeah, like, I think they did. So I, I, think it's just, so I think it was incredible. I think it's just incredibly disrespectful and kind of, yeah. which I guess I forgot this, uh, like I, most of us probably did. We're so wrapped up in the whole um, visual importance of all of this and how it's going to mean, mm. what it's going to mean for like representation that we forgot at the end of the day, it's a movie and it's a business and it's about making money. So, um, so hopefully I, I, hopefully Kendrick SZA and Marvel, I hope they do something to correct this. Um, uh, because I don't know, it's, it's some, it's some weird cosmic, uh, hypocrisy for them to take, um, you know, art from a black woman after she said, don't do this. And she's from Liberia too. So it's like, she's from the continent that they are capitalizing mm. off of. Um, and I also think it opens up to, because you would think, you know, with K- Kendrick and SZA being black, they wouldn't do something like this. But I, I retweeted something about this the other day, too. It's, you know, no matter how marginalized or oppressed you may be, there's still room for you to be problematic. There's still something for you to learn from. And I think even as African-Americans, we also have ideas about Africa as a continent that are not truly reflective of Africa as a continent. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So we might be putting some stereotypes on there. So, and I'm sure someone somewhere has written a think piece about that, and I'll have to go read it. But, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I just thought that was crazy and a little sad. Um, so, hopefully, they get that figured out because I really don't want to have to uh, dislike Kendrick and SZA. Um, that would actually kill me to dislike SZA. So, yeah. But, all right, so that's going to wrap it up for the news this week. Um, now we are going to move on uh, to questions. And you guys, again, obviously feel free to chime in. I'm going to have a sip of water. I am so thirsty. 
Yeah, you've been talking for so long. It's amazing, actually, that you can I know. do it without. Because I'm I already tired. All? Wait, Am do I you have good? Plant Nanny, the app? I LOL. <laughs> That's actually hilarious that you asked him that because we've been down this road before. I download it. I use it. It dies. I delete it. I download it again. It's this endless cycle. I just cannot keep up with it enough. And I feel bad because I feel like I'm killing these plants, even though it's completely digital it's you. and made up. You need the water. Yeah, You're killing me. Me too. Yeah. I'm also not getting the water. I need... um. So, yeah, Plant Nanny and I have a history. You Maybe know. I'll try it again. Anna and Ellen, they yell at me all the time. Um, now, when we sit down for dinner, they just bring me cups of water, and they're Aww. like, drink. It's beautiful. I'm like, ugh, I love water, but I hate it. We're doing our best, okay? <laughs> I feel like people should cut us some slack. I'm trying. Okay. So, uh, this first question is, it says, devil's advocate. If women can hit men, shouldn't men be able to hit women back? Doesn't that also mean that other genders? Yeah, I, I wish you could see the looks in this room right now. I, I, I want to know who asked this question. Um, doesn't that also mean that the other gender-specific roles some women hold on to while also claiming feminism invalidates their opinion? Like, you can't have the benefits of gender roles and also complete equality, can you? First of all, you are conflating a lot of things here. Um, I think you're talking about two different things, and you're trying to put them into one question. So let's address the first one. If women can hit men, shouldn't men be able to hit women back? Nobody no one? should be hitting anybody. <laughs> Thank you. We're all adults. Um, no one should be putting their hands on anybody. That's assault. Literally. Okay. So if, if you hit someone, you cannot guarantee you, you can't guarantee that they won't hit you back. So just don't hit anybody. Um, so I think you might have some outdated ideas about what men and women can do that I think you might need to unpack personally because, yeah, no one should be putting their hands on anybody. And I don't, I don't know what – well, I, I will say, growing up, I, I also was told that it was that if a if a guy hit you, um, it was okay to hit them back, and then also some problematic ideas about being uh, physical with women. But like I said, we're adults now, so you should have um, unpacked that a hot minute ago and uh, really uh, looked at that. So, and yeah. I think that is the fact that you even asked that question is telling you the fact that we don't really understand what domestic violence mm -hmm. means because yeah. it's not just men Me hitting exactly. women. Women can be domestic abusers, mm -hmm. too. Yeah. Very, I mean, and it's common. It yeah. happens, you know? Mm -hmm. And, yeah, the principle is no one should be... Mm -hmm. And I think the reason animal. why we don't talk about it as much is because with uh, male-to-female domestic violence, it's usually uh, very physical. Mm -hmm. But with female-to-male domestic violence, it's like emotional abuse yes. type thing I've seen. Um, so, and, I, and uh, it's hard enough to get men to talk about their emotions, let alone in, oh, you know, I, there's a in their mind they're like oh some girl's making me feel bad I can't tell people about that yeah. when it's like no you should be able to express that it d she's not right for doing that and you shouldn't have to you know live that way but yeah nobody should be hitting anybody um, so then this, the person also goes doesn't that also mean that gender specific roles some women hold on to while also, also claiming feminism invalidates their opinion not at all um, feminism is at its core about autonomy and freedom you know what i mean the freedom to make the choices that you want as a woman without anybody man or woman telling you that you can't make those decisions on you can't do those things based on you being a woman so if someone decides to you know adhere to a certain specific gender role like for instance um if like olivia you wear dresses that's like a gender specific thing or that people think is a gender specific thing you wearing dresses doesn't mean that you think all women should be in the kitchen or you know what i mean women shouldn't work those two things that that's that's just not how that works uh so this question had shaky foundation from the beginning <laughs> but i mean it does show that like these conversations are important. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Let me go back. I'm glad you asked it. Um, if I came off harsh to you, devil's <laughs> advocate, I am sorry. Um, I hope you hear this and learn from this. But, yeah. Nobody should be hitting anybody. Um, you can adhere to whatever role you want to adhere to. I think at the end of the day, it's about you not forcing someone else yeah. Yeah. to adhere to anything that they don't want to adhere to. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, the next question is, how has going to a relatively conservative school affected your opinions? 
which I think that's an interesting one. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm just thinking. Oh, okay. You go first? Yeah. Uh, you, you got something to say, Cass? Uh, no. I mean, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like Barry tries to be in the middle mm-hmm. and tries. Um, and I re- like, and I really credit that to like the professors on mm-hmm. campus. Um, I haven't really gotten a ton of professors here that have been like one side or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, espe- like Dr. Bailey, I love him. That and man, he, he uh, might, he is a devil's he, advocate. <laughs> he is amazing, but he yes, he like argues both sides. Um, but I would definitely say, since coming here, I've had a lot of things change for me and like the way that I think about them. Mm-hmm. Um, and and maybe and like I think I've gone away from a lot of like the conservative things that I've thought about mm-hmm. and definitely like started to lean like I guess more left on things than mm-hmm. like more right, you mm-hmm. know. But I think it's it's kind of nice because you see. Yeah, and Olivia and I were just what we talking about that earlier today or yesterday. How like no, you don't fall neatly. Was that with you at all? It might have been with somebody else. You don't fall neatly within like a completely left or a complete yeah, yeah that's left. Completely <laughs> left and completely right political mindset. Like most people are going to fall somewhere in the middle. Like yes. there are very very few people you're going to come across that are you know uh, extremely liberal or extremely conservative. But um, it's it's affected my opinions in that it's taught me that people are a lot more willing and able to learn than I used to give them credit for. I used to think a lot like, oh, you know what? You feel this way um, and you've expressed that you feel this way and there's just nothing I can do about that. So we're we're just going to be at odds forever. There's nothing we can do. But there have been people that I, you know, I met my freshman year that I talked to now and they're like, you know, you being who you are or, you know, just um, owning whatever, you know, identities you identify with have helped me, you know, change some of my opinions and views on stuff. So it kind of let me know that, while it might be frustrating at first or it might be disheartening to hear someone say something that might be, you know, against your rights or something like that, there is the potential to learn. Because a lot of times, especially given our age, people just haven't had the chance to learn, which I'm a little hesitant to do that. Because sometimes I'm like, well, you just you give me, cut them some slack, blah, blah, blah. Now, that does get to a point. If you would keep, problemat- keep being problematic, we're going to have a problem. OK, <laughs> um, but for the most part, I'm like, you know what? It's taking you some time to learn. You've got a lot of things to, you know, 18 years of some of, you know, your family and your community or whatever, feeding you certain ideas, whether it be about certain people or certain groups. That's a lot. That That's a lot to undo. So it's not something you're just going to undo in one day type thing. Um, so, yeah, so that's a good question. Thank you for that. Um, and the last one for today is what do you think Barry could do better regarding diversity? <laughs> think the silence speaks (laughs) yeah because i don't really know if it's something that barry can do specifically i Mm -hmm. think it's more so are the people here the type of people that feel welcoming Mm -hmm. when and that's not really an institutional thing that's Mm -hmm. like a cultural thing i guess Mm -hmm. but i definitely think even in the past two years that barry has become more diverse Mm -hmm. i definitely and i don't really feel like Barry has anything to do with that necessarily. Yeah. I think it's just we're becoming a more diverse nation. The, mm-hmm. the South is changing. So I don't really know if it's necessarily Barry's responsibility. I think it's more are we reaching out to people who represent yes. minority areas and saying, hey, we would love to have you here at our school. like, And we value your perspective and what mm-hmm. you contribute. So I think it's more our responsibility, mm-hmm. honestly. Yes. No, that's exactly what I was going to say. Barry can market, you know, like they can send out different marketing tools or whatever, but it's all about reaching out to those groups and mm-hmm. saying, we are interested in having you come here. Because and maybe they should bring. be doing that, but yeah. I think so our my, voices yeah. impact more. So than my point, I, I agree with you in that a lot of it does fall on us and Barry does do some things to reach out, but 
as a minority, it often feels inauthentic. Mm, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, oh, you know, we're reaching out, but it seems like they're doing what it, is it just, just for exactly. Yeah. So it feels like they're doing it just for the sake of doing it, and not because you know you want genuine feedback or you know you truly mean to like implement something like. So, like for instance, I think it was might have been two years ago. Or no, I think it was this past year. Um, was it at Soar? I don't know. Doctor Toy, who does not go here anymore. Um, so that's another topic. Uh, well. I, Hey, we can all look how we look. I was not rocking with Tasha like that. Um, but um, but yeah, she was doing something um, at the source session. And I think they sent out like this uh, email or this text message to some of the kids who were there. And it was about, um, I think, BSA and MISP. Or no, MISP, actually, yeah, to be specific. And they were trying to get people in there. And there were people who were, you know, white. And they were like, oh, can we come? But they hadn't even, they hadn't gotten, she only sent it only to, like, the pe- quote-unquote people of color mm-hmm. who they had identified at SOAR. And I think that in, a, in and of itself is kind of indicative Strange. of a problem. Yeah. So it's because, like, okay, um, are you just trying to get all the black people in one room? But if there, so there were other people who were interested in going to that so you may be learning and they were kind of like well you know it's not really for you and i'm like that just really fosters an environment of that exclusion a lot more so the people are like oh well only black people can go to that so then that leads to when they get here you know bsa might have events and they're like and white people are like well only black people can go to that i can't go to that or aguyo puts on something and people well you have to be hispanic or latino to go no like the point of those clubs is to yes you know reach out to those groups and give them a space to where they feel comfortable and included but also for those people that we were talking about just a few minutes ago who have things to unpack and unlearn those can be good spaces for them as well to learn something and to really take away something. Um, but yeah, I do agree with you where it's like, it's not necessarily, it's not anything Barry can do just because I think they're just administrators are just too far removed from culture campus, which mm-hmm. is normal because they're administrators. Um, so I think it does fall on our community, but I think we, like you, you were saying, we've been getting more and more diverse as um, the years have gone on. So I think that's one of those problems that kind of not solve. I think, in a in a way, it solves itself. I think there could be some more intention, but I think in a way it will solve itself as time goes on. I would agree. Yeah. So, all right. Um, those are all our questions for today. Um, we're now we're going to get into some more questions and kind of what the topic of the show is today, which is female empowerment, um, which is that's why Rock I invited on. Cassie Jones <laughs> and Olivia here, um, because I think they're both really, really powerful women. Um, so um, one thing that I think about when, because it, hmm, not being a woman, it took me, I didn't really get the whole women's movement thing until I was like late high school. Um, And then there have been some things happening lately that I'm able to kind of put parallels to. So when I really got into like uh, um, liberation about around being black, like when I when when I really came to understand what that meant and to be happy and comfortable in that. That, that taught me so much about myself. And so, and I felt a lot of self-love about that too. And the same thing when I was coming to terms with being gay and, you know, really uh, living in that and um, and loving that about myself. And I felt great. I, I, feel, I feel amazing now that I love those things about myself. And one day it just kind of clicked to me. I'm like, that's that's what feminism is about. And that's what, the fe- that's what female empowerment is about. Mm-hmm. The same thing that you feel about being black, about being gay. These Which the world fe- tells you to hate about yourself. Exactly. You say it doesn't matter. You're like, matter. no, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to feel good about myself. Um, so, yeah, so, yeah, so once I was able to kind of see those parallels, something just really, really clicked cool. for me in, in, in that whole thing. Um, and yeah. I never wanted to sound like one of those guys who's like, I, 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 I get it. You know I, what I mean? I get it. I'm a, yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, well, so I'm like, to a certain degree, I'm not going to get it. There, yeah. There's some things I'm just not going to get about being a woman. But, the at the bare minimum I could do is at least for me personally is understand like that feeling that I feel when I'm 
when I'm am feeling empowered about my different identities is how you guys feel when you're empowered about your female identity, which I think is really cool. Um, so my first question for you guys is, do you feel like you've always had positive, you know, female role models in your life? Or is that something that you came across kind of later on? Because I know you guys had Galentine's Day um, last week, which yes. I feel like took this campus by storm. <laughs> um, Everybody's probably so sick of it. I don't even care. <laughs> I'm like, um, you know what, ladies? But but it, uh, it, it was so yeah, yeah. It, it was so good to see you guys, you know, getting together and building each other up. And and I saw most of you the day after. Y'all were glowing. You were literally. <laughs> I glowing. literally felt like I was walking on a cloud <laughs> the yes. whole day. And, yeah, I, so and I was and that, so to me, I was like, that that's amazing. Like yeah. they have, they deserve that. Like why you know how can they can't have that? Um, but yeah. So like, do you guys feel like you've always had you know a positive female role model to look up to? Because you got you are guys are role models for people here now so Thank you're kind of you. carrying on Thanks. that tradition so do you feel like you you had someone in your life who like you were like you know what i see her doing something i know i can be great as well i have the strongest matriarchs i've ever met like my family's very woman oriented mm-hmm. um and i grew i was grew, like lucky enough to grow up with my great grandma who she always referred to herself as a smurf in a red state because she mm-hmm. was like kind of liberal mm-hmm. and very forward-thinking to be somebody so much older but so I grew up with her and my grandma and my mother all very prevalent in my life so yeah I think I've been fortunate enough to have a lot of strong women who work really hard and are very independent um yes and and I think I've always had a lot of really good girlfriends too which Mm -hmm. also is crucial I think because sometimes girls feel like they can't be friends with girls which I think is very limiting and sometimes kind of destroys your own ability to grow as a woman yeah no i mean i uh, she's saying everything that i think like my mom uh, my mom is like my shout out to moms uh, i love my mom you know my mom has done you know my mom was in the military and now she now she does education and i just have like seen my mom go through all these like like life changes and like life things and i'm like she's still like she's rocking it every Mm -hmm. day i called her the other day i'm like hey mom what you doing she's like it's 7 p.m and i'm just coming home but i still love my job and i love everything about (laughs) this this i'm like mom you're like an inspiration to me but no i will be honest i did not feel like i had a good like group of girlfriends that like really made me feel good about myself empowered and like not jealous Mm -hmm. does that make like does that make sense Mm -hmm. But until I came to college, mm-hmm. I think in a lot of ways yeah. we're taught like um, when we see someone else who is similar to us achieving some type of success, we, we're taught to feel jealous. You and know, what I mean? especially women, yes. like, you're, t- you're, you're taught to be jealous and you have to compete. Shimamanda, uh, what's I'm gonna mess up her name, um, but the lady that Beyonce had in mm-hmm. her video, she said that she said we teach women to shrink themselves to make themselves smaller. We mm-hmm. tell them you can you know accomplish something, but not too much. And I think that's where that jealousy come comes from. You know, you're taught that okay, well she's succeeding, why isn't it me? Instead of She's succeeding. That's badass. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm happy yes. for her. You know what I mean? Yes. So, yeah, that's yeah, that's definitely that's a good thing. No, when I was in high school, I quite literally had a group of girls tell me I could no longer be a part of their friend group because I, like, didn't fit the standard. Well, they're lost. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Honestly, um, they're lost. Bigger and better things. Yes. Here we are. And then, and then, so then you hear stuff like that, and I, I, if I, someone had something like said something like that to me, my natural reaction would be to get angry and to get upset and to be very, very annoyed. But it just makes me feel sad now. I'm like, you know what? Now, you're at a place to where yeah. you're, you still got so much self hate in you, and uh, you're not feeling any of that self love that you're willing to go out and exclude other people based on those things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's crazy. Um, so if there was something that you could go back and tell your younger self about what it was going to be like to grow, I think you wrote a poem about this once actually, uh, about what it would be like to, um, what, what it was going to be like to grow up as a woman in this world. Mm-hmm. What would you, what was something you would say? Mm-hmm. Which I know, sorry, that's a deep question. No, we can, we can talk about I'm, something no, else I'm while glad. you think. No, um, but 
I think I would say to lean on other women. I think I would say to find women who support you. And if there are women who are trying to put you down, that maybe they need your support too. Because it's like what you say. Like if if you're going out of your way to try and tear other women down, Mm -hmm. then it's because society has made you feel like you have to Mm -hmm. to succeed and to be better. So I would say to just – and now like that I have like a group of girls here who are like constantly saying like, you're so amazing, you're so awesome, (laughs) like everything you do is cool. I don't really know how I got along without it before, and I think it would have made a huge difference Mm -hmm. in the way that I treat other people, I think, honestly. I think for me, if I could go back and tell myself something, it would be to not be able to – or to not hide that weirdness. Mm -hmm. We all know how I can get. (laughs) Um, Everyone says I get a little freaky, which (laughs) – you do. You're weird. You're I, weird I am a weird. I am. I can be so, awesome. so weird, but I. I want to embrace it, and I mm-hmm. feel like, I. I like. I feel like I can finally like embrace that and just like be myself. Mm-hmm. And my all, like my girlfriends, they all accept it, mm-hmm. and it's it's funny if, if anything. But I like being able to have like the serious and like the freaky side. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> the weird side. Um, just be yourself. You mm-hmm. know, for because for a while I really feel like I hid that. Mm-hmm. That's good. I'm glad you. I'm glad you're at that point. This is, <laughs> this is beautiful. <laughs> um, so, what's one thing you feel like a lot of people just don't quote unquote get about women's liberation? Um, especially, I know y'all got some comments from some boys after Galentine's <sighs> uh, who felt like, you know, why weren't we invited? Um, well, because it's not for you. Shut up. It's <laughs> not for you. Yeah, but yeah. So, I, one thing that I f- feel like people just don't get is the fact that like. The patriarchy doesn't just do um a, doesn't just take toll on women. It takes toll on you know men too. Which I hate to make this episode about men, but um, it's a but problem. Yeah, but it, it's a problem yeah. as well. So uh, also going forward, um, if I say anything that seems like I'm generalizing at men, because a lot of boys are always like, well, not all men. I'm like, well, no, duh. If you know you're doing an okay job, then keep be doing quiet. an okay job. <laughs> just be okay, quiet. and if you feel a little butt hurt about it, maybe do some reflection. Um, <laughs> I was about to say yes. But but um. But yeah, so it, it, it does a number on, on them as well to where they feel like, you know, they can't um, express themselves or there are certain things that they align with, you know, being as more feminine than they're like, oh, I, you know, I, I can't be bothered with it. And, it, it. and a lot of homophobia is wrapped up in that, too. You know what I mean? They automatically see, OK, well, someone's gay, then they're aligning themselves with femininity. And I'm like, well, first of all, just like any group of people, gay people are diverse you know what i mean they come in all different types and they you know follow quote unquote follow different you know uh masculine rules and feminine rules things like that you know what i mean uh so kind of just let people be people but then also um it's one thing i've noticed it leads to a lot of um what's the word emotional illiteracy you know what i mean because girls are y'all are um socialized to sometimes be overly emotional which i'm like why like why, why does it even which has its problems yeah which itself, i'm like <laughs> i'm like why does it have to you know be overly emotional why can't they just be emotional but y'all are socialized to be overly emotional and a lot of guys are socialized to not do that at all they're not they're not they're taught not to express any of those things so they hold a lot in and then you know they get to be our age and they can't process some pretty basic emotions sometimes yeah. you know what i mean like oh i'm angry about something why are you angry i don't know and then they lash out um, so it's, so it's, yeah, that's something that I feel like people don't get is that, you know, dismantling the patriarchy and really embracing feminism doesn't mean that, um, 
that you lose something that you can't, you know, be who you are. And a lot of people, though, kind of rebut with that with like, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a traditionalist. We have certain roles or like with the question saying, you know, well, if you guys are going to throw out all these roles, uh, then what about me? You know, are you going to force me to do it? Well, it's like, no, no one's forcing you to do anything. What they're asking is for you to give them the freedom of choice to decide kind of what they want to do. So and then also I, I feel like they also think that. I don't know, but just trying to do with, do away with everything, <laughs> everything that's ever been owed. I'm like, that's not it at all. Again, it comes back to choice. Calm down. <sighs> so, yeah. No, you hit it. <laughs> I think the thing that I thought about was it doesn't just have to be blatantly sexist actions mm. that mm-hmm. are a representation of how the patriarchy affects us and how – people not understanding feminism affects our daily lives. But I was thinking about this on the way over here. At the Valentine's Day party, we were all at Ellen's apartment complex, and it's, like, kind of a small parking lot. Mm-hmm. But there's no assigned spots. There's no, like, mm-hmm. resident area. So we just parked, you know, I, I know where our cars. And in the middle of the party, someone just uh. came knocking on the door, and they're like, you need to move your car. And we're like, what? <laughs> they were like, you need to move the car. And so we were like, okay, I'll go out there. I went out there to move. And then he was like, no, it's these cars. It's, it was a man, by the way. I don't know if that was clear by the aggression. But <laughs> he was like, no, it's these cars. You need to move one of these cars because I live right here. And I was like, okay, but I'm already out here. So can I just move my car that is, like, not that far away from your apartment? He was like, but I live right here. And I was like, I'm right. I'm literally <laughs> unlocking my car. I can move it, and I will be gone in 30 seconds if I could just move it. Instead of walking three steps, you have to walk right and so he was like no i want to move these cars and i was like okay well whatever so we went back inside and we're like damn whose cars are these we gotta (laughs) move them because he's obviously not gonna leave us alone eventually we get it resolved but then i told two men in my life about it and they're like i wouldn't have moved it and i was like but we did because Mm -hmm. we felt like we had to Mm -hmm. because he approached us and we were automatically like oh god like what do we do we can't upset somebody even though he had no actual right over the parking spot we immediately were like Okay, we got to do it because he told us we had to do it. Mm -hmm. So it's just little stuff like that. And then the other day, like, I was telling you about how I was in San Antonio and I was walking down, like, the River Street and I came across a mariachi band, which was amazing (laughs) until I was like, oh, where are you guys playing? And he says, where's your boyfriend? Oh, that pissed me (gasps) off And I was like, none of your business? Like, what do you mean, where's my boyfriend? And then I was like, he's in law school, so mind your business. Don't talk to me. And he's like, but why isn't he here? And I was like, why are we still talking about this? I don't have to give you an explanation mm-hmm. about why I'm a woman alone. And I was I was talking to you about this. The, well, to me, I, I think another thing that um, a lot of guys miss out on, and I like uh, another um, preface, obviously don't mean all guys, because I know they're going to be in the comments. Not all of us. Um, and that's but, great. We appreciate y'all. <laughs> yes, thank you. It's if very you're important. out here being a decent human being, guy or not, thank you. Yes. We appreciate it here. Um, but um, – so many guys will interact with girls, especially if it's someone that they find themselves attracted to. But then also like how they're how how men are just socialized in general to interact with women. They don't get to get to know y'all in mm-hmm. so many ways. So me not being attracted to women at all, I, I feel get like to know them very <laughs> well. Yeah, I, I, so I, I spend a lot of time with them. I, I'm up late talking to them. Mm-hmm. We're talking all day. We're hanging out. We're doing dinner. We're kicking. We're doing all these <laughs> things together. And I get to meet you guys and you. 
so many other guys don't realize that y'all are three-dimensional creatures, you know what I mean? <laughs> that you have things to say, you have thoughts, yes. you have opinions, you know what I mean? And it seems so simple. Like, I say it, and you're like, well, yeah, no shit, I have thoughts and opinions. <laughs> but there's so many guys who they don't see you past that uh that 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 sexual slash romantic way and i'm like you're missing out on platonic relationship so then even when they do enter a platonic relationship with the girl there's still like a a, a barrier almost you know what i mean like it's mm-hmm. they, they st- there's still certain things they're not getting certain things they don't know how to express it that they don't want to talk about and i'm like it just sucks i'm like y'all are really really missing out um but then it, it also it makes me so like when you're talking about like the guy with the mariachi band and stuff like that stuff like that makes me so I'm just I get so frustrated when she he tells gets me so <laughs> mad. And I'm just like, it's life, like, no. which is great. So like so she'll say things like that to me and I'm baffled. I'm like, what? And she's like, that's every day. Like, that's it's nothing new. And it's little moments like that that really like, you know, shake me up. I guess I'm like, wow, well, like what's going on out in this world kind of thing. It's crazy. So I encourage people to listen more to their. No, I wish that I could just like like put that on a tweet, send it out to everybody because you would not believe how many times like I've like either been like interested in somebody or like, Hmm, maybe I could date them Mm -hmm. and then be like, you know, you're too independent. LOL. Heard that one before. Um, (laughs) I'm what? Which, uh, which doesn't make any sense to me. Are you telling me you want someone who's completely, utterly and totally dependent on you? That sounds like a parasite. That doesn't sound like a relationship. You know what I mean? That sounds like a waste of time. I I just don't get that. I'm sorry. I just, I'm frustrated. I mean, it's just incredibly uh, offensive because yes, like there are things that I want to do with my life and Mm -hmm. this and that, but I'm like really too independent. Mm -hmm. What does that even mean? You should want somebody that has opinions, that wants to go out and do Mm -hmm. things and like I don't, I don't know. That's just, that's right for another time, though. But I will say, like, going back to the idea of, like, what do people not understand about women's liberation? I want to make it clear right here, right now. We do not hate men. Nobody, that's not that's what not this it. is about. I love, you, I love men, okay? <laughs> and we don't have to get into that. That's Retweet. a different discussion. <laughs> uh-huh, but y'all know I love the boys. But... Yeah, it's like, like this, this isn't about. It's like, not about you at all. Really, like, <laughs> it's like, nothing like, not about, about you. you. <sighs> yeah, like it just anybody who's like, you know, oh, why are you all saying the, all these things about us? Blah blah blah. I just don't understand. Like that's it's just not about. First of all, that's you making it about you, which this conversation isn't about. And then two, you're projecting. Like yes, it's because yeah. you feel inadequate. You feel like, oh, maybe they are talking about me. And then you're doing some self reflection, which is good. Let's all self reflect at all times. Yes. Um, so my last question is, um, do you remember a moment, like a specific moment at all, where you saw a woman do something very, very powerful and it kind of, you know, shook you up and changed you a little bit? Um, I know one story that I have, um, Olivia, you're involved in this. Uh, we were in Athens for my birthday weekend and there was this boy (laughs) who was like kind of harassing us. I I was in this, I was in a beautiful outfit, so I get why he was staring. (laughs) Um, but it was a little extravagant. Um, so he was kind of staring and stuff. And, um, one of the girls we were with, Ashley, she was like, can we help you? And (laughs) he was just still kind of being weird and things like that. So it soon escalated. Um, and so at this point we're all shouting outside of this club and this man, this man is six foot, what, three, four, easily by 220, 230. And this man calls me a faggot. (gasps) And I like, so he says that I blink, you know, just normal blinking. And I open my eyes up and Olivia, what, five foot, 
maybe, um, is in this man's face, screaming you. at him, like you. ready to throw all types of hands. It was hands like an out-of-body experience. It was I've, cr- never I've never seen <laughs> anything. Like it was like a me. chihuahua going yeah. crazy. It was insane. She lost it. But it was super powerful to me because it was like, um, most we were talk- actually just talking about this in my eyewitness testimony class, and like I was saying, um, especially when it comes to to violence, girls are socialized to let me uh, first of all be aware of all of my surroundings so I can protect myself at all times. Mm-hmm. But if I do get into something physical, let me be the one to back down. Let me be the one to move away because I might get hurt. And to see her tossed all of that aside, um, it was it, it was just crazy and powerful to me. And anytime Cassie Jones gives a speech, I am moved <laughs> completely. Um, no. I'm never I'm never not. And also just seeing you be so badass and you and I we've known each other what since what 2014 mm-hmm. just all the various conversations and things that we sat down and talked about so pretty much every moment with you is um a life-changing moment but just I don't know you're you're just, you're very you're a very complex person <laughs> um, so <laughs> I, to me that's that's powerful because like you. like you said in a lot of ways you know people tell women they can't be complex yeah. and independent things like that and I, I you you really fly in the face of that completely so well that's mine but when, so I took a drive to mountain campus before I came and I was like just I was really thinking because like I don't know. It's been a long week. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I need Yeah, time. it's only Wednesday. You know, I know. And I'm like, but I also, so like, much. wanted to get myself hyped. So I was, like, you know, playing some mm-hmm. Beyonce. Beyonce, <laughs> yes. Um, and, you know, I, like, I was just thinking about it. And, like, I was thinking about, like, you two specifically. And, you know, mm-hmm. we started in SOAR. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was just thinking about where I was then mm-hmm. and versus, like, what y'all's friendships have done for me. And, like, just, like, I, like, see y'all's tweets. I see your Instagram posts. I see the things you put on, in, you know, spoken word, that I stand with immigrants, everything. And I'm literally, like, you guys have changed so many things for me. I've been able to look and look at the things I thought I believed in, and I was like, no, that's wrong. This is what I need to mm-hmm. stand for. You guys have really made a direct impact on my life. And, like, <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> I just, like, really had to get that out. <laughs> so, I mean, really, like, you know, I, Barry, I love Barry. Mm-hmm. I'll do anything for this campus. But, like, when it comes to, like, you guys and, like, my friends and stuff, you guys have really made an impact on my life. You can't, like, I can't even explain. That's beautiful. Can you repeat the question? Yes. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> right, that was so inspirational. I was like, I don't even oh remember what we were talking <laughs> no, about. I'm gonna, that. I'm gonna get back to the question, but that was another thing I wanted to point out too: the importance of like representation. So, like I said earlier, you guys are you know role models to a lot of people in this campus, but specifically women. I have a lot of girls come up to me or they come up to you guys and say, you know, they've changed this for me. They've taught me to be this way. Blah blah blah. And sometimes I feel like you know we think um, there's like a burden that comes with mentorship almost because even in like an unofficial role, there's like a burden. You're like, oh my god, I'm responsible for molding these minds almost <laughs> but there's something so powerful and radical in just being you you know yes. what i mean and and that's enough to to prompt a lot of change in people and i think that's something that you guys have done for a lot of people on this campus so that's really it's, it's amazing cool. but Thanks. yeah so the question was you remember a moment where you saw a woman do something like very very powerful and that kind of made you also feel like uh, one did it move you and then two you know did it make you feel like you could do something just as powerful mm. hmm I kind of have two. Mm-hmm, go ahead. So, um, first, um, I, like, honestly, I owe a lot to Ree Palmer. Mm. I really do. She took me under her wing the moment that I got to Barry. Like, I remember at SOAR having a conversation mm-hmm. with her. And just, like, watching all the things that she did from being an SGA to even now. Like, she's off doing big, big and bad things. Um, and I'm just so excited for her future. Um, but also, this one is actually very recent. When I went to Morocco in December mm-hmm. to go present some research, there was a woman there from the University of Nigeria, and she was presenting on um, essentially like how elections are run in Nigeria through um, 
like propaganda in their newspapers Mm -hmm. and i we just got to sit down with her afterwards and talk and first of all the culture is very different over there Mm. and for a woman to go to a conference and speak like that is like almost unheard unheard of. of yeah and she was talking about how like she grew up in a very traditional setting and things like that and now and that you know a lot of her family like doesn't really talk to her mm. because she's in academics and she does this and does that and i don't know it was just so inspiring to see her there mm-hmm. talking about the things that she had studied where she had been where she went to school i mean she had gone like above and beyond just to get to school mm-hmm. and i don't she was just an inspiration for me mm-hmm. i was like if i could i don't know i'd role model new yeah, role model and it's, it's to be honest powerful. i don't even remember her name but she was wonderful mm-hmm. yeah cool cool I was trying to think of one specific moment, but I just kept, I was like, oh, her, oh, and her, and her, (laughs) and her. her. Um, But I think one that just popped out to me is Savannah McKellar. Mm. She, I wish she was here, but she, I think, has shown me a lot about how to grow from the the events that could have torn you down, Mm -hmm. I think, because she has just, I mean, she was my first friend here, essentially, and so I've gotten to see her college experience very closely i think and to see her grow into the woman who is so accomplished who is so honest who is so full of love like i just think it's amazing that she could come from somewhere so different and Mm -hmm. still not let that really affect how she treats people Mm -hmm. or who she is today and she I don't know. She inspires me all the time and, like, doesn't even really try, yeah, I feel like. Yeah, she's also local badass. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The girl has, like, a yes. 401k or right. something. You know what I mean? Like she's, she's just so, like, I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to be successful, her. and I don't care if anybody thinks that it's wrong mm-hmm. or that I'm doing too much or whatever. I'm happy, and I'm doing what I love, mm-hmm. so it doesn't matter. And I also feel like I've also, you know, been friends with Savannah for a hot minute, um, and to me, she also really embodies something that I think a lot of people should, um, but a lot of girls are taught, you know, you get a, you get a boyfriend, and you kind of follow them, and you do mm-hmm. what they want to do, and blah, blah, blah. And her and Don, first of all, amazing. Couple um, of no, year. Yeah, number one couple. I wish but, them all the happiness <laughs> in the world. But I at the them. same time, they're so separate. And, and, and so different you know what i mean and yeah. it's and it's like she's not basing you know her all of her life decisions around well is is, is this boy going to stay with me you know and he's yeah. not doing this the same thing either so i i think they're just representative of like a good balance but she like like the, the plans that she has now the dreams that she's following now she yes. has had those you know mm-hmm. for years mm-hmm. at this point so it, it wasn't like oh this boy showed up i fell in love with him let's change those things you know of course you tweak some things because you you know yeah. you change things but at the core of it she's still being a badass she's still doing what she wants to do and she's still asserting her own independence and having her own accomplishments which i i think i think is really cool so yeah savannah's definitely i'm glad you said that love you <laughs> um okay guys well uh that's our show uh let's give this another so fun <laughs> thank you guys so much for thank coming. You so thank much. Yes, this is giving them a round of applause. Those of you at home as well. Um, <laughs> make sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Marcus G, but that's with three E's. So it's M A R C U S G H E E E for updates on the show and links to the question. Uh, thank you to Bike Infusion for having us week in and week out. Jack and Wyatt, thank you guys for being here as well. Eric thank as you. well. Salima yes. is in here today as well. Shout um, out also a powerful woman. Also yes, a powerful woman. A powerful woman. <laughs> <laughs> um, and thanks again to, to our guest. Um, so stay real. We'll see you guys next week.